Brandon Harris, the tattooed conservative, and I stand with yourspot.com. If you've yet to check it out, check out Y-O-U-R-E-S-P-O-T.com today. It's a new engineered social platform by a great developing team meant for all people to have freedom of speech. Again, that's Brandon Harris, tattooed conservative, and I stand with yourspot.com. Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative here. I've got a special guest on today. Um, this gentleman not only created his own social platform, but a very free and open social platform. How you doing today, Brandon? How are you? I'm doing great. And, um, I really hate to say this, man, but I cannot pronounce your last name. Could you uh, give the crowd your name? Earlback. Earlback. Okay, I apologize, Brandon. I've been trying to figure that one out since yesterday. But guys, Brandon Earlback's here on the show. He created an awesome social platform, Your Spot. I've recently um, gotten in tune with it. And Brandon, you're kicking butt with the platform. You guys are growing rapidly. And where did the idea come from? Uh, honestly, the the idea came from being banned off of Facebook for absolutely anything that I had posted. I run, a, I run an engine rebuilding business, and I had a uh, Donald Trump voiceover for my campaign just to just because I thought it was awesome. And they actually locked and suspended my account for 30 days for just using a voiceover. Are you serious? So you got suspended for a voiceover of the president? Yeah, it was uh, it was insane. So um, any post that I made that had anything to do with like being proud of America instantly made it to where I couldn't comment on my own stuff. So I was like, well, I'll just build my own. And how long did it take you guys, you know, what all went into creating your spot? I mean, I, I played around with it. And I mean, inside of this app, you've got pretty much everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, Gab. You have it all in one. How did you come up with that? Um, we basically just decided that having just one feature that was cool isn't enough when you're trying to compete with the monster giants that have pretty much mastered everything. So... Um, I just started throwing money into code here and code there until finally I had every feature that I thought was necessary to have to launch it. And um, you guys have been going since uh, when did you get started? When did this app actually take off? Um, it actually took off about, uh, I would say, a month and a half ago. But I have been coding it since uh, probably November of 2020. Okay, and um, right now we were talking yesterday a bit, but how many users are you at and what's your goal for the end of the month? I think that we're at about uh, 309,000 members, uh, most of them web users. But um, honestly, my goal for the end of the month, I think it'd be cool to reach half a million. And that, I think, is an awesome goal, man. And um, Brandon, I mean, you got your social app rolling. Who are some of the uh, people that helped develop this? Who do you want to give some credit to for, you know, really putting time in with you? I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody helped me develop this. I did it all myself. Oh, wow. So I would like to give credit to my old lady because she sits there about eight hours a day and deletes and and, and blocks the uh, Nigerian scammers and the sex bots. And she really works her butt off. It's just her and I that run the, <clears throat> that run this entire thing. Wow, that is phenomenal. And, um, you know, guys, if you've not checked out your spot, I'm on there. I know um, my good friend Chris Roper's on there. He was on the show last week. 
And um, Brandon, you know, you've got some great users coming in. Um, what are some uh, big surprises you've got coming up or maybe something you'd like users to know? Um, not only are we trying to provide freedom of speech and, and restore the ability to have opinions, but we have also decided to take over absolutely every single platform that there is on the market. So we already have released YourTube.net, which is a YouTube alternative. We do have an app. You can get it on YourSpot.com. Um, we plan on launching a uh, Your Talk, which is basically a TikTok, uh, USA-made, uh, you know, freedom of speech. You can post anything that you want to on there, you know, as long as it's not illegal. And it's just a, basically a TikTok alternative to get the, you know, away from the whole China <laughs> controlling everything, technology. And, uh, I mean, we're just going to keep going. I mean, we've we've already got a user base on all of them that are pretty hefty and we're already making waves. So we just decided, why not make something USA made that everybody can enjoy, right or left, I mean, even if you're not independent, even, you know, um, this is just a place where we've leveled the playing field. Unlike, you know, Facebook making it to where only the left have a point of view or the radical left have a point of view, I should say. And uh, it's level over here. So everybody is welcome. Absolutely. But don't expect some conservative to get banned because they hurt your feelings. Because That's just not going to happen. And man, that's phenomenal. I think what you guys are doing is great. And just hearing that you're broadening out, I mean, you're really taking this thing on headstrong. You're going from your spot to your tube to your talk. I mean, um, you guys are really taking that your brand across a uh, plethora of social media platforms. And what can users expect in the next few months from you guys? We should be able to go live from pages. So if you make like a business page or a music uh, page for your band, um, we should be getting this feature in to where you can actually go live from your page. I know we have a lot of famous fans that are part of your spot and they love to go live already, um, but they want to do their rehearsals live. They want to communicate with people. They want to, so that's, that's one of the things. Another thing that we'll be um, working on would be, we plan on redoing the uh, mobile app completely in a completely native script to make it a little faster because the what the app is extremely fast right now but because we have so many groups once you go to that groups section it does kind of slow down your phone just a little bit and that's just the way the mobile code has been written um so we have hired a new developing team to come in here and just make a completely native app, which will greatly increase the speed and performance. Um, I would like to add in there that our app is not controlled by Google. It is not controlled by Apple. They don't have any of their code in it other than what is necessary to have any app ever. Um, so they don't monitor it. I didn't buy any bits and pieces from them to have them do any kind of algorithm on videos or algorithm on photos or information taken from you like um, some of the other ones have that have lost, you know, a couple terabytes of your data. <laughs> so we don't do those things just because we don't want that kind of thing to fall back onto us. So you're completely secure, completely safe. 
Nobody does any tracking at all. Um, we try not to even use cookies. I mean, we use uh, session handlers, and uh, so they're called salt cookies. They're a little bit different than tracking cookies. So we try not to even be uh, intrusive on us, even just me, looking at you while you're on the app. I mean, I don't even know what your password is. So I have it set up to where I don't even know your password. I can reset it for you, but I don't know what you made it. So I just want to add that in there because security is huge. You have to feel safe. Otherwise, you're not going to enjoy the app. Anything you post, you just don't want that weary feeling dangling over your head that you're going to be watched or monitored or or judged. You know, whatever it is, we do not offer that. <laughs> And I wanted to know, man, I mean, I know Parler got a lot of kickback and I was a huge Parler proponent until recently. And after the kickback, you know, one thing I've noticed with Parler, and I, I've definitely not noticed with you guys, which is a good thing, is that they're bending and curbing to the Google appeal. And, um, you know, I've heard you say that time and time again now that something you won't bend and appeal to. Does it intimidate you that Google has been taking out new social apps based on, you know, their beliefs? Um, it doesn't intimidate me because we have a really good legal team and we they already tried to take us down three times. I provided that uh, screenshots of those emails on my personal profile there on your spot. But our legal team is amazing and <clears throat> here's the thing. We're not going out there advertising this as a conservative only site. I mean, we, we want to unify we would like to see unity. I mean, we're definitely a community based. I help lots of people out. I mean, we've we've given away tens of thousands of dollars back to the users that are on our site. Well, when it comes to them shutting us down, who is going to step on that? Who's honestly going to be the one to say, okay, look, we've shut down conservatives, but now we're going to try shutting down a, a company that is trying to unify like that's a little dangerous of a spot. It's an amazing lawsuit. I would love for them to try it. I mean, that, I would I'd be no, rich overnight. I think that is a great way to look at things. And you know, I just figured I'd bring that up because I know Parler had a uh, you know really changed their terms and the free speech of their platform kind of got tore away and they let their CEO go and tore the app apart. And to be honest, it, it was just uh, it's money. It's money. I'm telling you right now. Look, Google AdMob. Um, is what uh, we use it too. We use AdMob for advertising. We have to pay for this somehow, especially with the rate it's growing. And we do plan on taking AdMob out as soon as we get enough companies on here to advertise their own stuff. And we're making about the same amount. I would love to get rid of Google, but here's the deal. Once Google flags you, they start hitting you harder and harder and harder. And they lower your ad revenue to the point where you barely make anything. They do. They, they start limiting your ads. They start showing you the crappy ones to where you don't make as much. And I'm assuming that's where Parler made their dis their mistake was they were like, hey, look, they cut our ad revenue down. We're making one third of the ad revenue. And if we don't partner with them, if we don't submit to them, this site's not going to make it because we can't pay for all the server resources being used. So what are you going to do? Well, at that point, they chose to take on Google. Me, I work two other jobs, so it doesn't matter. If I have to go broke <laughs> making sure that you guys have a place to be free, then that's what I'm going to do. And Brandon, man, that's an amazing outlook on things. I think you with you know a brand new um, app, a brand new website, and all this new software coming out is phenomenal. 
Um, for those of you that haven't checked it out, it is amazing. And we'll be back here after the break. Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the Tattoo Conservative, back here with Brandon, the head of your spot. Brandon, I'm sorry we got cut off in the last segment there, but we just had a some really cool news, guys. Um, Ethan Slider from the Log Cabin Republicans. I know a lot of his followers listening to my show. Ethan just jumped on your spot, and a couple other things happened, and we're back. So, Brandon, we were talking about your great legal team, and you know the process moving forward. So they've already tried getting rid of you three times. How did that feel? Uh, it felt it felt pretty bad, you know. Like you can't be on Facebook to express your your beliefs and your independency, and then all of a sudden you're not even allowed to create your own. It's like the internet is censoring you all together. And I mean, we we come to a time of day where the internet is completely owned and completely controlled by a mass group of goofballs. And what's your thought process on you know how the internet's being controlled, the different ways things are happening? Um, I'm going to give you to the next ding, ding, ding. Shoot, brother. Well, I don't agree with the way the Internet's being controlled. I think the Internet was made for everybody to be able to get information, to be able to communicate with their family and their friends, and and to be able to share their life. I mean, that's what I'm paying $79 a month for, for my Internet, is to be able to communicate freely. Um, and as long as you're not breaking the law with the internet, you should be able to use the internet however you please. And for someone to sit there and control it is just absolutely insane. And it's just showing that our, you know, what we need to be doing is canceling the cancel culture. I mean, that's what we need to do. We need to be not just, go ahead. I completely agree with you there. And, you know, canceling cancel culture is huge. And I was going to save this till the end of the segment, Brandon, but you already hit on it. I, uh, Throw out some questions to my audience last night to ask you. And one of the first things that I've got on my list is from Joshua M. from California. And his question was, how do you feel about cancel culture? So now I'll let you continue. Oh, well, cancel culture is absolute BS. I mean, I grew up in Beavis and Butthead era. Um, South Park. And and for them to be canceling, you know, even children's storybooks and this is insane. This is a whole new form of control. We, we're we not only going to control the adults and their internet surfing, but we're going to actually start controlling what your children do while they're young. So they're used to it. They're bringing us into this, this era of being, we have to accept everything. That's, that's the deal. If we don't accept it, we are racist. We are bigots. We are, we are just the bad people. And and that's that's insanity. That's absolutely I, insane. I think we come from the same age group. You know, I grew up on Beavis and Butthead. I grew up with the Nite- uh, originally Atari, then Nintendo, then Nintendo 64. And I can remember being a kid, my mom censoring us, taking away the um, South Park game where you shot cow poop at people. And that was my mom's <laughs> choice to stop me. You know, she's like, Brandon, no, you can't do that. You can't listen to that hip hop artist. But, you know, I, when we look back in history, the last time we saw something like this, was uh, if you remember the story about that teacher who was arrested for teaching that um, humans came from evolution and not a religious background, there's a big uptick in the 1950s where people were really controlled and they put a stop to that with Congress, with Senate for a reason. And now it seems that we're backtracking in US progress. What's your opinion? Well, I, I totally agree. I mean, the theory, the, the thing is evolution is a theory, first of all. 
It's the theory of evolution, which means it's not really proven. I mean, it's not proven. It's a theory. So whether you believe in in God, which I mean, I do. But if you don't, that's that's your deal. That's not for me to step in there. But whatever you believe, I mean, a theory is a theory. Scientifically, they can prove what we're made out of. Okay, but to push a theory as a as a fact is absolute and utter BS. I mean, they can't, they shouldn't be able to do that. And honestly, school should not be about telling you what to believe in. It should be about giving you the option to find out what you believe in by giving you the knowledge of the history. Okay, that that's what school should be. Hey, you need to learn to read, write, and you need to know about our history. But it is up to you to decide where your beliefs stand. And that, that's not what they're doing in school now. They are telling you what to believe. They are bringing children into sexual conversations at very early. And what does that do? That That is a, a mess of horrible things. This cancel culture and rewriting our future with telling us that we can't do this, we can't do that, we're not allowed to do this. It, all they're doing is trying to make the government, you know, they're trying to control our start beliefs so they can control where our end beliefs are. And that, man, I completely, completely, completely agree with. I mean, they're really getting to the point where, I mean, my daughter can come home and, you know, I, I love all people, so I hope nobody judges me for the statement, but can come home with the statement, uh, pushing her to go to a transvestite book reading, but they've changed sex ed in schools and they've now knocked this down to eight, nine-year-olds. My daughter's going to be nine years old, man. You know, that's something... My 15-year-old came home asking about acceptance or learning things. Okay, cool. My my nine-year-old man, I, I can't agree with that at all. Uh, yeah, and speaking of the subject, okay, so I want to make this very clear. I have no issues ever with transvestites, with um, gays, lesbians, bisexuals, and all the other 56 Baskin-Robin flavors. I have no problem with any of them at all they're all adults and if you want to be whatever you want go for it and i support you but children can't even decide what they want for dinner they would want ice cream and sweets which will make them diabetic and eventually kill them because they don't know what's best for them so to bring them into what is what's transvestite mean that word what does it even mean that means i was a woman and now i'm I feel like I'm a boy or vice versa. It means you're trans, you're, you're in the transitioning, you're one and the other or one or the other. Why does a child need to have anything tied to a sexual reference? That's the problem. Children, children don't need to know about the LGBT community because lesbians is a sexual act. Gay is a sexual act. Bi is a sexual act. Those are sexual preferences. That's not who a person is. That's their preference. Why does a child need to know what sex you want to have sex with? And that I completely agree with. And I um, just here in Joliet, where I'm from, I know you're out of Iowa. We had a high school teacher arrested, Jeremy Hilka, about three days ago. And um, this guy had had multiple cases called against him. The man gets arrested for not pursuing adults, but pursuing a 15-year-old boy. And, you know, the teenagers, yeah, at that point, once you're in your teens, I don't know about you, by about 15, I knew what I wanted and where I was going in life. But, you know, you see stuff like this and these teachers, and then you got a guy out in Morris, Illinois this week, same thing, meeting up with two 12-year-old girls. We need to focus on getting those types of people off the streets and ed- people, I should say, and educating our kids on what to be careful of before educating our kids on 
which sexual preference they should have in life. Yeah, I mean, when they're at the age where they decide, you know, and I'm Christian, okay? So my personal family, my family, the one that I have dominant reign over (laughs) in a safe way. But I would like to think that I control just what happens in my household. I am the male. I am the... My, my wife loves me. She loves the way I lead the family. I'm a leader. So in my family, you know, I would, I don't tell, I tell them what the Bible says, you know, just because that's my beliefs and I'm entitled to have my beliefs. So that's the way I raise my kids. Now, when they get to the age of, of, let's use the word informed consent. So they know what's going on in the world, but they decide that's not what they believe in. I will not judge them whatsoever for making the decision on their own as long as it's not coerced by the government or the school if that's how their heart feels their soul then that's different but if they're coerced the entire time they're in high school to think that this is the new normal then what does that give them a chance to make up their own mind you can't even mention Donald Trump in school you cannot everyone will hate you they will hate you and call you a racist. You will be judged. You might even get beat up in school. But if you mention Biden or Obama, you are praised. The teachers love you and they'll... Why do we have to be judged based off who we believe in? I mean, I voted for Trump because of his policies. Not anything he did in the past. His policies helped me become a great father, a great husband, and a great business owner. He helped me. Now, it may not have helped everybody, so I understand why those people didn't vote for him. That That's fine. And Brandon, I'm with you there. I mean, yeah. under the under the Trump era, I went from being your average guy making about 50000 a year to running a business with 18 employees. And I, I can agree with that. It was his policy. When Trump first ran, I'm not going to even lie to you, Brandon. Um, I was actually very headset on Ted Cruz. And prior to that, in 2012, I just converted from Democrat to Republican in 2012. It's covered on a lot of my media. You'll see a lot of my stories um, like I did with uh, John Anthony and Black and White Radio a few months back where they covered my life story. I actually worked for the um, enemy. I worked for Michael Madigan, the worst Democrat possible. And I, I grew up thinking that was okay. And I had an awakening in 2012 when I saw Jesse Jackson going downhill and all these guys I was working for going to prison. I couldn't figure out why the good guys were going to prison. And uh, my mom, my dad, the family I came from was very political very right-leaning and it took me some learning but i figured that out as an adult they'll be forced me into being a republican they tried when i was a kid my family sure did they tried instilling those values and i i I rebelled a bit and rejected it but i grew into my opinion and trump did amazing things for me this country apparently for you and other people and i agree that we're constantly knocking people down based off their belief in a bias from the left and that that's a true statement there yep i agree now, I got to ask you, I got a couple of questions here. And I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you're a busy guy, <laughs> but um, I got a few questions. And one, I just got to tease you about a little bit. I love your platform. It's phenomenal. But a question from Kevin M. He's out of Alabama said, Brandon, is there any way your logo can stop giving me a seizure? I don't know what that <laughs> means, but I got a great artist named George Fertecki who does some pretty famous artwork. And I was teasing him earlier that I was going to drop his name in this because of your logo. What's going on with the logo, man? Okay, here's the deal. The logo has changed a few times. First, we had a really cool star that was kind of bleeding, you know, because of what was going on in the world, and it had an American flag background. 
Now, my old lady designed this star, and it just so happened to resemble the fist a little bit. It kind of looked like a fist, so we had to change that ASAP. I didn't realize it till a user pointed it out. Then I decided I was speaking with... Okay, so some of the people that work for me are not... Um, not work for me, but I've gotten advice from um, in the media field, uh, PR, etc., etc., had told me that I need a neutral icon in order to in, to get neutral people to join. I can't just be, you know, one side or the other. And I was like, I totally agree. So I have a a stick figure holding a Y, and I figured that looked cool. Okay, so then I was looking through icons online, and I saw. Uh, TikTok's icon and how it's kind of like three-dimensional if you had your glasses on and I was like that's really cool I wonder if I can do that to this image so I did it can the image change to not look like it should be giving you a seizure 100% absolutely it's not even a big deal to switch it so that's that's the idea okay that I, I just thought that was a funny one for the day so I apologize didn't mean to pick on you there but I kind of no, cracked up because the first time I saw it man I was a party kid in high school. I don't get too much into that detail on my show here, but I partied a lot in high school. And when I first saw that image, it reminded me of high school quite a bit. Oh yeah, black lights and... Yes. <laughs> so I got high another question from a user here. And this user said, who is the founder and what is his background? And I kind of gave a brief description in my message yesterday, but they want to know a little bit more about you outside of just, you know, your spot. Okay, well... Um, I have ran Murican Motors. That's an engine rebuilding company. I've built motors for many, very, very many um, larger companies for race motors and, and for show motors. Um, I've done that for about six years. And before that, I did contracting. So I was, I owned Three Brothers Construction. And before that, I was in IT. I did uh, computer repair. I have associates in computer science. Um, and pretty much that's my work background. Um, personally, <laughs> I've been divorced once. Um, I've got two more sons. Um, I just had one a year and a half ago, and I have one on the way. All sons. I don't make girls. So don't judge me. It's not. It's science. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I'm, I've been a conservative my entire life. I've worked my rear end off. For everything that I've had and everything that I've lost, um, for that matter, um, I guess I <laughs> grew up partying and and working hard to where I could party, and then I hit my I hit about 25 and decided that's not the life I wanted to go, and I wanted to be a respectable person, and I made that decision, and here I am. I don't know what else <laughs> what else anybody else wants to know. I love fishing and camping and long walks on the beach <laughs> that was man that's probably the best ending i've had in a while to an interview um we're gonna wrap this up here because i know you got things to do but um where can users find uh your spot how do users get involved and um you want to talk a little bit about your affiliate program i've been really looking into that and trying to get some of my users to really focus on that if you give us a little bit of a brief description of where to find you and then how to get in that program we'll go ahead and wrap this up brother absolutely okay so uh you can type in uh yourspot.com y-o-r-e-s-p-o-t.com um, you can google or search at any major search engine for your spot and it'll definitely show a lot of stuff um, and then 
in the app stores, you can just type in your spot on either Apple or Android, and we are right there. So, the affiliate program. Really cool, because I'm all about giving back to the community. So, if you join, and you invite people, and they, let's say they want to go ad-free. It's $9.99 one time, and you don't see Google Ads. Ever. You don't see ads. You get a percentage of that for every single member you ever join, and it's the highest affiliate percentage that is out there on any affiliate program. We want to give back to you. We want to pay you for helping us grow. We want to, and not only that, we have a weekly lottery. We give away cash every single week. We send cash. We we have bought cars. We put on roofs. We have given people uh, $500 cash vouchers and $1,000 cash vouchers. And, and we just, we don't, I don't want to become that guy that's rich and famous driving a Ferrari, not caring about anybody, which I can't do because I don't have the heart for that. But I want to give back to you guys. So the affiliate program, if you log in on the desktop, you can see the word affiliate right there. I think it's even right on the front side. Um, you can just click it. There's your link. We will be adding more ways for you to earn as we grow and keep getting bigger. You know, as long as I'm not getting myself into a hole, I will give 85% of what this company makes basically back to the community. So that that's the affiliate program. And man, that is phenomenal. I thank you so much, Brandon, for coming on. And for those of you that listen, check out Brandon, check out your spot. And Brandon, I will be giving you a buzz back here later. We're going to mix and master the show and get it out to the masses. Thanks again, guys. Brandon Harris with Brandon, your spot, the weekly deplorable show. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.